0: RDTdaily.com presents a Tarabuster
1: with comedian Tara Devlin.
2: What's up guys? How you doing? I'm all right. Thanks for asking. My name is Tara Devlin. You guys know it and I appreciate that for you hanging out and uh, whenever and hitting the notification bar or whatever the hell it is, a bell. Is it a bell? Is it a bar? Find out by going to youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster and hit that whatever, subscribe and whatever. You know what to do. Sorry, I suck at this. I know. I suck at marketing. That's why being a fan of Tarabuster or joining the Tarabuster community is sort of like having a second job. I realize that because you guys do have all the work. Please. All right. You make me want to do the show. Uh, let's put it that way, because I sometimes I I think does it even matter, you know? But I think about you guys. I think about the community, and it does matter. I don't want to get my my stinking thinking uh, in the way of doing something to make the world or make the country uh, into uh, a country that we deserve that we've earned and uh, is worthy of us. How's that for a plan? It's the truth. We are on the right side of history, the right side of decency, dignity, democracy. I talk about this all the time. We will win. We know this. Even today, listening to Mitch McConnell. I don't know if you've... Okay, so to... Let's just dive in. I want to, first of all, thank all the patrons from... Patreon.com slash uh, Tara Devlin. Yeah, that's what it is. And what else? And everything else. Be You guys who've given the show good reviews on iTunes, that helps. So if you haven't given the show a good review yet, do us a favor and do that. Because that helps us keep going and growing. All right. So when I talk about um, we will win, you know it. Because they have to pretend, the Republicans have to pretend that they are like uh, like us, like normal people, like people who are uh, who are capable of functioning in a free democratic society and want to function in a free democratic society. That's why they have to couch everything that they're doing in the veneer of some kind of concern for you and me and democracy and freedom and uh, and for example today well also they also know that their um that oligarchy that their complete subservience and their enabling of the oligarchy of the country that we live in now which is sadly the least upwardly mobile, where corporations don't pay taxes. What kind of shit is that? If corporations are people, my friend, they are—they're moochers, they're leeches. Oh, they're job creators. No, they're not. We went over this the other day. They, yeah, okay. You want to get technical? We create the jobs. The, if you, there's nobody to buy a product, then. I don't care how many widgets somebody puts together that nobody's gonna buy it. So same thing if when we have money, it goes into the economy and that creates jobs because we spend the money. The working class, the Ameri- the most, the the majority of people. But when we live in a country where the majority of people can't save four hundred dollars, or the majority the working class majority is living check to check, that's uh, a symptom of, uh, of the broken system and how they've, they've hobbled it deliberately. Corporations pay zero taxes because they, the tax code has been re- reworked to favor the upper class, and it started with Reaganomics, and hopefully I will see the end of it before I step off this mortal coil. I swear, I swear to God, that's how I feel. My whole life, I've been watching the decline of the American working class and screaming about it. And it feels like, I I don't want to, I mean, I know the end of this story. I know where it goes. That's why we were so close and we still are close to teetering over the edge into fascism. We can, we could still go that way, and if the Republicans are successful in all of their voter suppression, gerrymandering, vo- uh, rigging, and uh, rigging the elections the, uh, around this country, then we will end up in that position with a an authoritarian strongman who, and it will be a man. Well, maybe it won't. Who knows? No, it'll be a man first. For these Republicans, and but uh, the 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 trappings of democracy will still be there. So the morons, um, you might have you might he- have heard of them from such hits as storming the Capitol. Morons like that, like them, they will continue to wave the flag. They'll wear their Uh, Their eagle t-shirts and uh, with their stupid looking, uh, these colors don't run. I mean, they're so, so stupid. They're so tediously stupid. Uh, But they will continue to display their outward misinterpretation of patriotism, because that's what it is. It's the pantomime of patriotism. It's not actual patriotism. They're the, they're the exact opposite of patriots because they're the antagonists who are tearing democracy apart only because they can't, for the dum-dums, like the idiots who stormed the Capitol, like the proud, uh, like the proud incels and the, uh, whoever else, the Karen brigade, I don't know what, who was there, but they, uh, they, they don't like democracy as you, and that's the result so, because you know, storming the Capitol is the result. That's what I'm trying to say. Because, like I have said, in every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism. So when they encounter the the the, the changing demographics, the um, inevitable. Um, uh, inevitability of demogra- of those demographics well, what do the republicans do they try to stop people from voting and when that didn't work when they were unable to successfully steal this election or win despite receiving fewer votes again what do they do they storm the capitol because they're fascists. They have always been fascists. Up until now, they've been working within the veneer of a constitutionally limited democratic republic. The more that system that so many fought, bled, and died to entrust to us, the the more that that system becomes um, the uh, s- something that uh, is a functioning, not just on paper, it is an effective democracy with the America with you know people having a, all, all people having a seat at the table. the more we become the more we get closer to a more perfect union, that's when the fascists lose their shit. but make no mistake they have always been fascists, even when they've been operating within the paradigm of democracy or the uh, the outward appearance of it. They have always been fascists from day one of this country. They've always been racist, America-hating, democracy-loathing fascists. Even before the, there was a word, fascist. Well, I guess there was a word, but the, before, you know, the 20th century. And they, because the country has never effectively been a functioning democracy for all, that works for all. It's always been an aspirational one. And as, uh, you know, I mean, I wish one day they would prove me wrong, like I said, but I keep getting proven right, and it's kind of depressing at times because I want to be proven wrong. I want them to be like, yeah, you know, let's all get together and have a functioning democracy. No, th- th- please, please. They can't handle it. Then they'll use the um, they'll use racism, tickling those racist funny bones. So, all right, let's for example today. There's a couple things we want to talk about, and I apologize for starting the show so late. Usually it's like eight, eight thirty, an hour, nine o'clock. We go. It's it's like a grab bag. You never know what time. But that because I was thinking here, I was sitting here thinking. It's kind of getting late should I do a show? and then I was like, Who cares if it's late? We only have today. we only have this moment where I'm getting all uh, I don't know Buddhist on my well, I am Buddhist, but what anyway and um and then I was thinking, well if you listen to the podcast, you it doesn't matter you're listening to it maybe tomorrow you know all right, I'm just lowering that because i'm only today since it's not saturday i'm i'm using the music as a cue to tell myself to shut up at a certain time i don't want to i can't do a three-hour show i need to go to sleep oh god what was i saying so um mitch mcconnell so many things i want to talk about i wanted to talk about trump duping the dupes of course Uh, that's another reason please to do the show. Can't let that go by. That's another example of being proven right. What do you expect from a grifter? Grifter's gonna grift, right? But Mitch McConnell, especially the balls of these Republicans, and not to use, I guess it's a sex sexist, misogynist term, but that uh I don't know. It the the spine just doesn't have the same oomph of it. I, know, I guess who knows. Well, um, that you see how f- full, utterly and overwhelmingly full of crap they are, and how they fix the facts around the policy. It doesn't matter what what's going on. Reality has no. In, they have no interest in reality. They. And that is another hallmark of fascism. I'm reading this book right now, well, not technically reading it. it's uh, I'm listening to it because I don't have the time to sit around and read. I wish I did. I don't know. sit around and read a book and discuss it in a book club. I guess that's what people do when they aren't um, working th- I-, I mean every single day that's. <laughs> i'm not complaining but i don't really have time to sit around uh i'm trying to do the show i'm trying to you know make the world safe for democracy here all right but i am reading or listening to this book on tape and it's called where the heck is it on tyranny by timothy snyder 20 lessons from the 20th century and it's it's great it's succinct and maybe another night i'll get some excerpts from it but he was going th- uh, he's going through basically the last 4 years but also putting it in context to of other authoritarian regimes that, and other uh democracies republics that have fallen to authoritarian regimes and the the chilling part is the whole thing obviously but it's also that yeah you're not sometimes i i have to say to myself yes this is actually happening and i say it to you but it's exactly like you know tom hartman reads that book they thought they were free on the air he'll quote from it the milton mayer book Written by a sociologist who went to Nazi Germany after Nazi Germany, he went to Germany after World War II to interview some of the so-called good Germans. How did they let their their republic fall to uh, a tyrant? And they um, he describes the people who they dis- how uh, who he interviewed. He disc- they talk about um, the normality that every you know of each day, the thing the trappings of a uh, functioning civilization are still there. But it's the underlying uh, spirit and uh, I, I, that you can't deny that there's what, what, what's going on right in front of our faces. So it's not Donald Trump. You see, Donald Trump was the symptom, and he, you know he's a disgusting, filthy, con man. And one of our saving graces is that he is so so uh, inept and repugnant and vile and so uh, I, God, I can't even. What are what are the words? The cancer on the scum. On the cancer on the scum. Uh, we came up with. That's pretty as close as it gets uh, to a, an accurate description of him. But it, as we see now, it's not just Donald Trump because he's out of office. He's been neutered by Twitter. He doesn't have his his whiny bitch platform. Thank God. Thankful. That's another saving grace. But the Republicans are they are hell bent on finishing the job that twitler not no no, no no let me take that back i was going to say that twitler started he didn't start it he took advantage of it he probably accelerated it to where instead of it's sort of like you know you do like in my own life in my addiction I was, oh, I can't, now I'm getting really personal, but I, you know, I'm clean, you know, double digits now. So one day at a time, but you know, when I was really in the grips of my addiction, I was an opiate addict. And then I started doing, I, I had a brilliant idea one day to, to do cocaine as, um, uh, a, uh, as a cure for my opiate addiction. That's, that's the brain, you know, this is the, the the, the addict's mind. I thought that was a good idea, at the time. <laughs> but what happened was I ended up hit. It was probably a saving grace too, because I hit bottom like quick after that. So and then I got my I kicked my ass and I got into recovery. So the bottom line is, <clears throat> I guess that's sort of like in a a way to think about. Twittler, because we were always on that path, that downward spiral. But putting uh, a twittler into the equation, um, we we went. It was like uh, an anchor around our necks, and we sunk really down so quickly. So, and I, I mean, I never, I get surprised. I guess I get surprised uh, here, because a lot of things. I, didn't ever, I never thought I'd see happen, but I never thought I would, like we were talking in the other show, I never thought that I'd see somebody with darker pigment be elected uh, to the presidency. I never thought that they could find somebody who sucks more than George W. Bush. So, And there they went and did Twitter now. Let's, let's not have another failure of imagination, though. What if, what, I mean, we could, it could get worse than Twitler. You understand? It could get a lot worse. And I'm not just talking about somebody who is such a horror show, such an immoral sociopath, because that's who he is, a scumbag which is an insult to scumbags. So at least scumbags have a utilitarian purpose, right? What does a Twitler do? Nothing. has no purpose except to what? If we, I guess we can find value in it, in him by saying, okay, he could show us um, what we need to fix. Because if somebody like that, was able to rise into the highest executive office despite receiving fewer votes, which cannot be repeated enough. Then, um, I don't know. We got a lot of we got a lot to <laughs> we got a lot to work on. Yes, Jim, on the chat, president gets exactly. How about a president, Marjorie Taylor Greene? Oh, our first female president. You know that the Republicans would. They would crow about that, pretend to be so progressive. Oh, my God. But it can get worse. And it will get worse because, make no mistake, that's what the Republicans are doing. That's what they're working on right now. See, the Republicans, they're not working on what we want to work on. What do we want to work on in the country? You see what Joe Biden is doing. Infrastructure. Well, infrastructure week was a joke for the past four years. Infrastructure. It was always infrastructure week. Well, now it really is. And the Republicans are whining about it. Cause they don't really want to do anything about infrastructure. The only, see if they do something about infrastructure, and put people to work and fix the country the, the their plot goes by the wayside. their only reason to get into office is to enrich themselves and the oligarchy. they don't like democracy it's 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 a it's something in them it's not. Uh, they don't have a higher calling about it. Yeah, uh, like there's a higher purpose here that this, uh, like um, Abraham Lincoln, the government of by and for the people shall not perish off the face of the earth. They don't give a crap about that. They don't care. They, it's, they have a moral failing. It's an, they are immoral fundamentally selfish, self-seeking, grasping and they don't care who they step on and what they step on whether they break the entire country forever and ever as long as they got theirs because in their in their minds they're 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 doing great it's all for them you think Mitch F. McConnell really gives a shit about um anything well I, I, he doesn't what does he care about we've witnessed in the last 4 years him suckling up to twitler doing nothing but putting unqualified judges onto the onto the bench and that's a part of destroying a a functioning republic that's what the nazis did that's the another thing we talk about on the show is that um, I would, when we watch the corporate media, and they would never, they would always talk about Mitch McConnell putting, obstructing Obama's choice of judges as if that's something effing normal, not putting it in the context of, as Christopher Browning wrote, the World War II historian, that Mitch McConnell, by doing that, he is the grave digger of American democracy, that... Putting it in the historical context for the American people—that this is what happened in World War II. This is before World War II. Excuse me. It's it is part of how the Nazis came to power and 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 solidified power. They, of course, they corrupted the courts. It's not just the Nazis, but that it's every authoritarian government. They corrupt the court. Uh, it's uh, what. Uh, uh, what am I saying in that book I'm reading or listening to it's 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 terrifying really I was going to say fascinating but fascinating is sort of like it's fascinating when I read about whales or something I'm like oh that's so fascinating they have languages all their own all over like we have languages different pods have languages and different depending on where they live I think that's fascinating, and they have brains, big brains, bigger. They have another part of their brain that has emotion. Uh, That's fascinating. This is terrifying because it's actually it's happening. It's not, and it's you know what else is fascinating? Well, let's put it more in political context. When I read about ancient Rome, for example. That's fascinating because it's 2,000 years later. We're 2,000 years removed from it. I never thought when I was a younger person reading about the ancient Rome and the fall of the Roman Republic, I never thought I'd be living in it. I really didn't. That was my failure of imagination too. I guess it's all of ours too because we're lulled into a sense of security that... There's somehow, um, democracy is in our DNA. It's not, it's not in our, it might be in the human DNA. I really believe that it is that human beings are wired for fairness, but there are a certain, there's a certain segment of humanity that are, are sick and selfish and they, you know, they don't really care about the bigger picture here. I I don't know. For me, I. But don't you want to live in a country? It doesn't make any sense to me. Why? Why? Why do you want to live in a country where people are on bread lines? Why is that. I mean, there's something wrong with that. But, all right. Just that whole moral family. And I guess that's why they have to pretend to love Jesus so much. Like,. For example, Easter, yesterday was Easter, right? And the Republicans were all out on, uh, on Twitter posting their love of Jesus. I wish! Who's this, uh, Lauren Boebert? Boebert, let's see. She wrote on Twitter, Jesus uncanceled. Yeah, 'cause uh I guess he was cancer- I guess when he was crucified by the people who are like are are like them. He was crucified. Jesus was crucified by conservatives, you see. But and if Jesus came back, they'd crucify him again. So All right. Where is it? Where is it? Where the hell is it? Mitch McConnell. He's pretending now because of the Republicans attacking voting. Now, that's what I'm saying. It's, It's happening. I'm glad that it is getting a lot of coverage. So it's not like one of these dirty tricks that they pull and it's in the dead of night. Like the way that they, when they put that poison pill bill into the post office to to force the post office to pay 75 years of health benefits and, and in 10 years um, for people who haven't even been born yet. So uh, thereby hobbling the post office as they do, because they hate unions. They hate government. They hate, they, they hate uh, (laughs) a more perfect union. I mean, they, they really do. Wait, hold on. Where'd you go? I I lost you. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I hope I didn't shut the windows. Oh, boy. Where are you? Oh, here you are. Okay. Oh, thank you, Jim. Thank you, Haku. And thank you, Deborah, for your super chats. Very, very nice. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Richard on the chat. If we can beat the Republicans, he says can't. It's very difficult for me to say Republicans now. It sounds sounds, um, not normal, unnatural. If we can beat the Republicans in the 2022 elections and get more seats in the Senate, we might save the country. Yep, 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 yep. I'll get to that too because I want to talk about Joe Manchin just a little bit because I hate him. All right, where is this fucking thing? So th- the Republicans, it's so, it's like looking into a funhouse, and now I'm looking in the back of my head or something, and where the Republicans are the party of the people? Really? They're the party of the people. Now Republic clowns are upset that the corporations, because after the republic clowns, are, they are destroying democracy. In 47 out of 50 states in this country, Republican monsters, anti-American, uh, lick-spittles, fascists, lickspittles, and, uh, and their enablers, they, well, I guess that's the same thing, fascists, freaks, geeks, goose go- ghosts of the Gilded Age, and their moron appreciation society. They, um, in this country, 47 out of 50 states, the Republic monsters, have, um, they are um, trying to pass, wait, what am I? I'm getting this wrong. Let me see. I was going to say, When I um, when I just started saying it, I thought to myself, "Is that correct?" So that's why I want to. Maybe I have the the statistic wrong. How many how many states are passing laws against voting or voting suppression? Voter suppression? Let's see. Yes, yes. How is this? I was correct. See, it sucks to be right. I'm correct again. Election bills surge nationwide as 47 states consider restrictions. How is this possible? New measures limiting access to voting have been signed into law in Georgia, Iowa, Arkansas, and Utah. So far. This is from NBC News. Lawmakers introduced 108 restrictive voting bills in less than five weeks, according to an analysis of of the scope and momentum of election limits being considered across the country. This is an article written by Jane Tim. By March 24th, lawmakers had introduced 361 restrictive election bills in 47 legislatures according to the nonpartisan Brennan Center for Justice in New York City. I mean, New York University. Former scumbag Donald Trump, well, he's not a former scumbag, former president scumbag, stolen election lie has inspired the avalanche of election-related bills nationwide. By all accounts, the 2020 election was secure, and the results were accurate. Trump's attorney general, William Barr, said there was no evidence of widespread voter fraud, fraud, and Trump's legal efforts to overturn the results failed in courtrooms across the country, but that it hasn't stopped these the states from restricting access to the ballot box. Five restrictive election bills have already been signed into law, including Georgia's omnibus measure, Last week, the Georgia law prompted outrage from activists who put a spotlight on similar legislation around the country. Wednesday, dozens of black business leaders publicly urged corporations to oppose voting restrictions and and Atlanta businesses, Coca-Cola, Delta Airlines, publicly called the state's law unacceptable. Georgia isn't alone. Iowa's governor signed a bill last month that makes early voting harder. Arkansas also passed two bills, tightening voter ID laws. Utah passed a bill that the Brennan Center says will make faulty purges more likely. Of course. What the hell? This is happening, okay? It's not a drill. They really do hate democracy. It's not about election integrity. It's about oligarchy. They worked a lot, uh, very hard, okay? They, my entire effing life on this planet, we, I was too young. I didn't know what the hell was going on. How the hell did I know? My father was a garbage man. When I was a little kid, I didn't know that, being a garbage man wasn't a great, a great job at one time where I was living in a country where a garbage man and a postal worker, that was my mother after she was a nun. What a a very interesting career. First a nun, then a postal worker. She was also a teacher too, but that, What did I know? I I thought that the whole... uh, Everybody worked. This is You all lived a nice little life. I mean, my father was having to buy a house, put food on the table. We didn't live in squalor. We had a decent, little, middle-class life. Not living on the Kardashians' lifestyle or something. Which is another story that sucks. But... What the hell? Now... Now, it's uh, that my father was the beneficiary of the New Deal. That's why. So was I, I suppose, when I was growing up, which is one of the reasons why, when my father started getting all this um, mail from the Republican National Committee, we'd come to the House. And I would, as I started to become politically aware, I was offended. I'd say, Are you, what are you doing? Don't you care about me? That's what used to bother me. I'd say, don't you want me to have health care? A nice life? I mean, don't you see what they're doing? They're attacking unions. And my father was a union member. So, you see, cognitive dissonance. But anyway, I've told you. They chickle the racist funny bones. That's what they do. So... NBC, this um, article goes on, 55 restrictive bills are advancing through 24 state legislatures and the center said 29 bills have passed at least one chamber. Most of the bills target mail-in voting, which was expanded last year because of the pandemic. A quarter of the restrictions seek tighter ID requirements and others aim to make voter registration harder. Or to expand voter roll purges. Scumbags, aren't they? Fucking scumbags. I swear to God, if I ever showed up at the voting poll and my name wasn't on the list one day, what do you do? Oh, they give you a provisional ballot, which they don't count. I never understood that. Why don't they count the effing provisional ballots? I, this country, really. We would be so much further along. We would be a country worthy of us. Worthy of all of the, the sacrifices that others have made. Bleeding. Ble- their last measure of devotion. For what? For this? For the same old ga- goddamn games how many people have to die? How many? How many of us have to sacrifice our lives before we, we can actually have something we could be proud of? The whole world, you know, uh, we don't have to go around and uh, uh, force it down people's throats. they will They'll want it for free. You know, really. It's sickening when I think about the scam. All of the people that they kick off the voting rolls, they stop from, but what do you do? What is wrong with you, Republicans? And then, but they, it's not just the, the, the ones in power. They, have, they get power from the dupes. And they're literal goddamn dupes. And it won't stop. please. There's enough. There are suckers born every minute. As we can see, Trump and Z's are living proof. But here's Mitch McConnell. So now that corporations, certain, some corporations, Major League Baseball, and uh, they're not having the All-Star Game in, in Atlanta, and other corporations are expressing an opinion because they want People who have darker pigment—they also spend money, see. Because the Republicans, as they do, their bills are targeting people with darker pigment because of the demographics they vote mostly Democratic, and they target not just people with darker pigment. They put—they target um, students and Democratic leading uh demographics in general they're disgusting that's republicans you see but now um they got balls too Uh, there's no there's no shame in their game man i mean it is just right out in the open for mitch mcconnell to say that polit in politics that corporations should stay out of politics You're talking, this is Mitch McConnell talking. The defender of Citizens United, Mitch, Moscow Mitch McConnell. Here he is.
1: I found it completely discouraging to find a bunch of corporate CEOs uh, getting in the middle of politics. My advice to the corporate CEOs of America is to stay out of politics.
2: (laughs) What? What? You're singing my song, bitch. I mean, Mitch. Where you been? Where were you at the Occupy Wall Street rallies? My advice is for corporations to stay out of politics. So when corporations are doing something for the people, you mean. That's a bridge too far. But if corporations can open their big fat gullets and not pay z- pay no-, no taxes, you're all for that, though, right? You're all for the money they pour into your own pockets and your Chinese spy wife pockets, right, bitch? I mean, Mitch. But you see, that's they're just flat out liars. Just like the other day, when what did Mitch McConnell say that uh, oh, the the voter suppression laws in Georgia, uh, oh no, not the, not just that. He was saying that the electoral college, there's no racism, no nothing, is not racist in any way. Uh, uh, what? Because truth has a liberal bias. It also has a democratic bias, small D. It's, it's it's like all of them though you put one of them on the Supreme Court there they are the writing their their opinions all fixing the facts around the policy that's what they do twisting the law into any pretzel that they need to justify their Entrenchment of power. Corporations should stay out of politics. I agree. Get money out of politics. We could put an end to it. But th- what is uh, what what is he talking about? Corporations say up stay out of politics. Uh, I, I it's fascinating to me and. The Republicans will, will believe now that they are the party of the people. You see, this is really getting on my nerves, that the Republicans, they're actually, in spite of funneling more money into the hands of people who will never spend it in a thousand lifetimes, that's what they did. That's the accomplishment for the past four years More money into fewer hands. Wider income gap. Middle class lower and lower, falling lower on the ladder. That's their great accomplishment. Now they're the party of the people. And right before we went on air here, Bernie Sanders was on Chris Hayes' program, and Chris Hayes asked him about this. This
3: is not coming from some place of a vision of political economy, like I think criticisms that you've leveled that say Amazon or Walmart uh, is coming from. You know, you had Marco Rubio, right? So you've got. So the-
2: he's talking about the corporations, how Republicans are now attacking corporations.
3: Amazon unionization drive. You've very been very outspoken in support of it. Uh, Marco Rubio basically writing this column saying, essentially saying, I don't really like unions and I tend to side with corporations over them, but because Amazon's cultural politics or because their pronouncements are bad and I don't like them, I now support the union, sort of. And you're seeing more and more of this, this idea that Republicans should use the mechanisms and levers of regulation or the state to explicitly punish certain kinds of speech
1: or interventions politically by corporations. What do you think of that? Well, I'll tell you what I think. I take a little bit different take. Uh, I think the Republican Party now, at least certain leaders of the party, are trying to pretend that they are a party of the working class. There you go. That's what they're trying to do. Uh, And obviously, that is total nonsense. What they are trying to do is appeal to working class people in terms of racial politics, in terms of uh, homophobic politics, in terms of xenophobic politics. And what our job is, which takes me what we're trying to do with reconciliation here is we have got to, the Democrats loudly and proudly have got to be the party of the working class of this country. We have got to be prepared, in fact, to take on the greed of corporate America. We need to be passing a second reconciliation bill, which deals not only with physical uh, infrastructure and creating millions of good paying jobs. Chris, we need to deal with human infrastructure, healthcare, education, climate change, making sure that every kid in this country gets the quality education he or she needs does not leave school deeply in debt. And one of the issues I'm working on in this new reconciliation package is the need to expand Medicare to cover dental care, hearing aids, and eyeglasses, because millions of seniors cannot afford those basic healthcare needs I want to lower Medicare eligibility age to 60 so a whole lot of more people can get into that important Ooh. program.
2: So you mentioned the second record. Oh, right. The only thing that discourages me in what Bernie said is that he wants to, it's just, it's just this bullshit incrementalism. Let's lower, um, lower the eligibility age to 60. How about you lower it to minus nine months? But we won't be able to do that, of course. The other thing I wanted to talk about is uh, Joe Manchin. Who the hell elected Joe F.N. Manchin? If Joe Manchin can get elected in a national election, give it a go, Joe. But... The rest of the country does not want to look like West Virginia. I know West Virginia is beautiful as far as in certain parts. I know. Only from Robin Kincaid, who lives there. And she loves, she loves, I don't know, I just see what she posts on Facebook. Nice videos of the the beautiful Purple Mountains Majesty that they... That the coal industry wants to blow the tops off it, of, but whatever, I, 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 I don't, um, I don't fault the beautiful vistas or the nice sunsets that I'm sure exist. We have nice sunsets here too in New York, but um, West Virginia needs uh, needs help. In fact, it's one of the taker states. Of course, my blue state dollars prop up uh what's his name uh <laughs> mansion state but here's the thing here was him the uh here let me just play this video of joe mansion to annoy you if i have to get annoyed you have to be annoyed too this is not he's, he's talking okay he's talking about the infrastructure bill which we need it's been infrastructure week for fucking 10 years now, okay?
4: This is not an infrastructure bill. It's also outrageously expensive. Uh, There is no free lunch. You don't get one now.
2: It's also outrageously expensive. I thought I had the rest of that clip. I'm sorry. What the heck is it? Maybe I have it here. Hold on. Because he was... Maybe I'll just um, see if I can recall. He was saying that... He's not going to vote for it. And if he doesn't vote for it, it's not going to happen. And he was quite pleased with himself, too, about it. Now, I... I That's why, like Richard says on the chat, we got to get rid of these... The, the Well, we have to... We need Joe Manchin at this time to... to maintain our slim majority. But i'm so over him now kamala harris and joe biden they need to get their asses to west virginia and go on west virginia media i remember wasn't joe manchin upset when that happened apparently uh the vice president is supposed to ask his permission you see who made joe manchin the king of the united states this country it's it's expensive he's saying the infrastructure bill is expensive we we're living in the richest country on earth what's expensive is maintaining the oligarchy funneling money into the hands of a few is expensive it's expensive that amazon drives our roads and doesn't we don't have um it doesn't pay for the price to maintain the infrastructure. That's what taxes are. And Joe Biden continues to reiterate, no one who is earning or making more than $400,000 a year is going to pay a penny more in taxes. And these these conservatives of both parties, no matter who, whatever, what, what, no matter what, initial they have after their name conservatism is the problem it's it's expensive there are no free lunches nobody knows that more than the working class there are no free lunch F you we need this shit we need an infrastructure bill we need to revitalize this country and put people to work it's not it's, it's expensive not to do it. It's an investment in the future in, in the, and in the present. It's an investment in the American people. It's expensive. It's, a, it's very expensive. Oh, God. Let me see if I can find that clip because it's so annoying. I have to share it. Let me see. I found it on Twitter. Maybe... If I Google this. Well, here, while I'm doing that, let me play Joe Biden. He had an answer about Republicans who oppose infrastructure, but of course he can't say anything bad about Joe Manchin, but we will. Oh, God, it's not working. I'm really batting a 1,000 tonight. What's going on with my videos? Hmm... Let's play it here. I can do this. There we go. I'll do that. Okay. There's always a, some, There's another way. Oh, no, 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 no. There's always another way, right? Ecamm is popping up warning saying, do you want to update your audio? Do you want to do No, not in the fucking middle of the live stream. Why is it doing that? All the time it does that. It's like, do you want to update your software? In the, It should know that we're streaming right now. Ecamm. Shouldn't you wait? Hold on. Sorry, guys. Bear with me. As you always do. That's why the TeraBuster community is the best. Oh, my God. God, don't even tell me. It's not going to let me play the audio. Hold on, guys. Because then... Oh, well. Maybe I can play it off... It doesn't matter. Well, shit! Hold on a second. Beep-ba-boop-ba-beep-beep. Why can't I play? Here we go.
4: If the Republicans argue that we don't need infrastructure, it need not they've been talking about the need for it for years now.
2: Can you hear that? If the
4: Republicans decide that uh, we need it but they're not going to pay for it, it's just going to increase the deficit. If the Republicans say the next phase of my plan, we don't need to invest in VA hospitals and keep the sacred obligation we made to so many Americans. If a Republican the Republicans say the 400,000 homes and, and uh, schools and daycare centers that have lead pipes, mm-hmm. lead pipes delivering water to their doors, if they say we shouldn't be doing that, what do you think would happen if they found out all the lead pipes were up in the Capitol and every time they turned really? the water fountain. So I, I think, look, I think we're going to have a, uh, I think the Republicans voters we're gonna have a lot to say about whether we get
2: a lot of yep stuff. were you able to hear that was that playing I'm sorry could you hear that guys somebody on the chat tell me or not because well what he said was the um, the Republican voters will have something to say about it I appreciate that I have to admit As much as I was not for Joe Biden, I have to admit, I think he's playing it smart. But Manchin's, Manchin warns, here's from CNN, Manchin warns Biden's infrastructure bill is in trouble over corporate tax hikes. Senator Manchin, an influential centrist Democrat, what the hell's a centrist in this environment We're so far to the right, I'm surprised we haven't tipped over into fascism. We're about there. We just, you know, what am I even saying? I'm surprised we haven't. We are, we almost, we have dodged a bullet, perhaps temporarily. We are so far to the right. What is center when you're this far to the right? There is no, uh, there's... This is not center, you're not center. Joe Manchin. you're I don't know. Um, you're not um you're not helping. how how out of touch can somebody be that he actually thinks that this is okay. It's okay. that we live in a country where the majority of Americans are living check to check. That's fine. This, these statistics that I repeat on the show and that we talk about, we, it has to be, um, forefront of everybody's minds. This has to, we have to kind of get to the point where the American people will not tolerate that. Where we have to understand that it's not us. It's not this. It's not that we aren't working hard enough, and we don't. We don't have ambition, or we're not go-getters, or whatever the hell bullshit uh, fantasy they peddle that we're we're driven, or whatever the hell. That's America, the entrepreneurial spirit. To what? Never have a day off. To so never, never do the things that make life worthwhile. Never take a minute to b- walk on a beach with your friends and family, or enjoy a goddamn sunset over the meth lab in in West Virginia. I, I mean, isn't that why? Well, I you know what I'm thinking of a lot. I even now it pops into my mind. I think about this a lot. The grave of Lieutenant Inzarelli in Calvary Cemetery. And we've sp- talked about him before. You guys know I ride my bicycle in in the cemetery. It's by my house. It's one of the oldest cemeteries in the country. It's one of the largest. And there's an an, an incredible tombstone, I get I don't know what you call it. A, mom- I, a monument, really for a uh a lieutenant who died in World War II. Twenty-one year old first lieutenant. It's uh it's an amazing monument. It's car it's a carving of him standing, looking very World War Two, looking <laughs> very nineteen forties, with a cigarette, standing with his hat tipped in his uniform. And it tells his story a little just a brief b- excerpt from it, how he gave his life for this country. And underneath him, underneath his his monument or his inscription is his mother. Is, she was inconsolable for three years. after losing her son and died of a broken heart. And I think about him and her and them, the family, you know, who gave their life for this country, for what? At the time, you would think, okay, a republic. They They were giving their, they were fighting fascism. The very, the very thing that attacked the Capitol on January 6th, the very essence that is um, in every voter suppression bill in this country, they gave their lives to stop that. What would have happened to the United States in a world where Europe was engulfed in fascism because that's where it was going. At one point, it certainly seemed, especially, well, I guess you know what would have happened. Uh, corporations would have went went along with it. That's it. I don't know about the American people. Some of us, well, I'm sure, it was just like, like now and like then, the German-American Bund, they would have been more, a lot more vocal. Who knows? We might have elected our own fascist at the time instead of waiting 75 years. But I, it gets me pissed, man. I get so mad. It, it breaks my heart. It also breaks my heart when I'm in that cemetery and I'm there's World War, not just World War Two, graves. There's all all wars there. Yes, the Civil War graves. Same, same story, different story in a way, but the same. Young men lying in their cold early graves because of supposedly because of democracy, saving democracy, saving the republic. And why? Why They gave their lives. So how dare these filthy fascist republicans? They elect a con man? A draft dodging? Disgraceful. Disgusting, a, a vile waste of human DNA, and they put him in the White House. And on his, as, as vile as he is, they, they go along with it. And even though, you know, they had every opportunity to jettison him, to get rid of him, to ex- like a leech, like a tick. That you burn out. But they didn't, but instead, here we are. We're still, not still, it it never stops fighting these fascist bastards. Except now we're, instead of, for example, in World War II, where the middle class was uh, on the yeah you know, in the the great prosperity we're lower and lower and lower on the ladder well we don't go there's not much more we can go before it's the, passing the point of no return because there will come a point where that will happen and we can't rely on this um Democracy is in our blood. It's not. Human beings are human beings. Some people are capable of functioning in a free democratic society, and some aren't. But we're the part of the problem is that we don't even agree on what that means. What, what does it mean? What is the thing that those, that Lieutenant Inzarelli died for? What is that thing? Well, in my, my view, that thing is, okay, let me see. How can I explain it? A government that works for all. A society where everybody has a fair shot. Where you are valued. Every person has value. Whether, you, whether you're the CEO or the goddamn person who opens the door for the CEO. Isn't that the point, though? And then you have a decent uh, eight-hour workday where you get a living wage. Days off. We can enjoy life, isn't that why every all of those uh, sacrifices were made? People sacrifice so they 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 can entrust this to future generations. It makes their sacrifice seem like it was it was worthy, like it wasn't in vain. So why did they sacrifice it? We can't save 400 fucking dollars. Are you kidding me? Why did they sacrifice if, you know, kids in this country are still, they're drinking out of lead pipes. And like Joe Biden says, if the lead pipes were in the Capitol... Those fuckers would do something about it. Joe Manchin wouldn't be standing in the way. If there are kids drinking out of lead pipes, that's, well, Republicans don't mind because that'll make more Republican voters. Give them some, yeah, you know, brain injuries or de- developmental disabilities. That make them susceptible to QAnon or something. Fuck. I don't know. Let me see. Where's this fucking Joe Mansion? I. Why didn't I do that? Why the fuck? Sometimes I get. I'm so annoyed at myself structure because I spend time getting these videos and whatnot and then if I didn't save the whole damn video it's just annoying it's just a stupid mistake ew speaking of stupid mistakes look at his face Ugh. what are you laughing at what are you smiling at old man yeah. Never been so important in your whole life, have you? Look at that stupid face. And what is he writing here? An influential centrist Democrat warned on Monday that Biden's administra- the Biden administration's massive infrastructure package, massive, what are you talking about? It's not enough. Can't pass in its current form because he and a handful of other Senate Democrats. As of 2020, more than 1,500 companies. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Um, And other Senate Democrats believe the corporate tax hike proposed in the bill designed to offset the cost are too steep. Fuck you, okay? Because it's not steep enough. We have history. They wrote things down, you see? 30 years ago, 40 years ago, the corporate tax hike is not its not nearly enough. It's not what it needs to be, and it's not what it was when the American people were living in something called the great prosperity. Well, the white American people, I should say. As the bill exists today, it needs to be changed, he told West Virginia Metro News. Host Hoppy curva- What's a, what? What is that? What's a Hoppy Cravat? In a radio interview, when asked if he supported or opposed President Biden's $2.25 trillion proposal, Manchin said he is against raising the current 21% corporate tax hike, which was put in place by, by Twitter to 28, as is called for in the bill, which is not nearly where we need to be or where it used to be when the corporations were paying a, a part, a part of the fair share of the, um, you know, the admission price to civilization. They want all the benefits of civilization and none of the responsibilities, Takers, that's what you call a taker, right? That's why the Republicans work overtime, and the conservatives, they work overtime with this bullshit about how um, how the corporations are job creators and makers and takers bullshit. Remember that? Remember when Joe, what's his name? Not Joe Biden. Um, Paul Ryan used to go on, uh, oh God, I don't miss him at all. What another ugh, another scumbag, the Matt Gets of his day. Oh, remember his work—not his workout video, but his uh, his workout pictures, his photo shoot. Oh my God! What a bunch of douchebags. They always suck at, at at everything, even taking photos. Like. Like Donald Trump Jr. sitting on a rock. That photo of him sitting on a rock. What what was he going for there? He probably saw a photo that someone with some talent and, I don't know, took. And he thought, oh, this is going to look good of me me sitting on this rock and staring into space. (laughs) They suck at everything. Even pretending to be wistful. even pretending to have wistful musings in the middle of the woods they suck at. But and uh, Paul Ryan, he sucked at pretending to be a hot... Uh, I don't know. what was he what was he trying to do? Let me see. Remember that? Paul Ryan, photos gym photos here here, here. (laughs) yeah what a douchebag look at them what are you doing why is this necessary where's the rest of them Ugh, Eddie Monster looking freak. Paul Ryan workout. Let's see. Oh. (laughs) Look at him. What an idiot. Oh, listen, girl. Yo. How you like me now? Do you really think that this was going to be hot or something what were you doing this is who they are you understand they suck they fundamentally suck they can only look at life from the outside and then they mimic they mimic humanity Like, they saw saw, he's trying to be... I don't know what he's trying to do. Why is this a good idea? Why did you think this was a good idea? It doesn't make any sense. I think... Because he's a senator! You know what I think we should do? Uh, Let's do a photo of me. What is that face? What are you looking for? What is that face? Yeah, yeah, don't get too close. I got the clap. I don't know, what, what are you doing? What are you saying? Listen, girl. Is that supposed to be sexy? <laughs> all right, I'm going down memory lane. God, they all suck. You don't really look like you're working out there either. You see? Is that sexy? That's him trying to be sexy. And they suck. All you gotta do is be a human being and maybe that would be sexy. But that's probably why they're so weird. Why it's such a miss, you know? Let's see, true. It reminds me of let me see. Hold on. Just this is why I ask you to become a patron. True D E A O. Um it reminds me of like for example, conversely, so you have this, this guy, you got Paul Ryan trying to be sexy trying to be, I don't know what, show everybody how fit he is. But then you have, you had this, right? Remember the famous photo of Justin Trudeau? Casually, now they're being fit, fooling, fooling around. I don't know. I'm a lesbian, but that's kind of sexy. I don't know. What do you think? It also looks sincere. And human, like there's actual humans having an actual moment. This just looks like a douchebag being a, being trying to be what something he is not. I don't know. All right, I'm getting distracted. I don't know. Am I wrong? No. I was wrong once in 1972. It sucks to be right. I know. I know. (laughs) Right. Jim on the chat. More pouting, please. That's what they were. The photographer was saying, undoubtedly. That's it. That's it. Make love to the camera. More pouting. More cynical. Wistfully... Fantasizing about the end of Medicare and Social Security. Remember when you were a kid hanging around the kegger dreaming of ending Social Security and Medicare? That's what he said. Yeah, when we were kids hanging around the kegger. That's what you were talking about? Making sure that granny eats cat food? Oh, that's a special kind of scum. It really, but that's why they're Republicans. That's their big tent. They take all the scumbags, the selfish scumbags, the greedy scumbags, the the sick scumbags, morally repugnant scumbags. They're in the big tent. As the here's Mansion again. As the bill exists today, it needs to be changed it's too too expensive yeah how are we expect what are you talking about we have corporations that pay no taxes you, you 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 i don't know you self-centered self-seeking self-serving bore the west virginia senator said he would use the leverage he has in the 50-50 senate Oh, if, uh, if that isn't old by now, uh, I don't know what it is. Nobody elected him. I don't, um, I don't give a shit. Joe Manchin get elected in a national election and then you could tell us what to do or your opinion. He's, he's standing in the way of progress. Well, that's conservatism in a nutshell. That's what conservatism is standing athwart history, yelling, stop. So he demands in, uh, that Joe Biden change his plan because, you know, we might actually succeed. And that's not in Joe Manchin's plan. That's not conservatism. It might actually work, and we can't have that. That's what conservatives do. Everything they touch, they destroy. They suck. You can't have a bill that is some that does something for the American people, that actually addresses the very real problems we face, because what will happen then? We might actually what? It might actually succeed. And so the conservatives got to jump in there, As the cultists that they are, they don't have anything to offer. They're not offering uh, a successful alternative. What are they doing? They're trying to make the bill suck. To make it not address the needs. So clearly Joe Manchin doesn't really understand. Maybe he needs to get out more in his own state. He should take a trip around West Virginia. Let's see, West Virginia poverty. The UN, remember that article I read about how UN inspectors were in rural communities in these red states, in West Virginia, in uh, Tennessee, and they said they hadn't seen anything like the The poverty um, in the developed world. There was nothing comparable in the developed world where they had sewage, where people were living amongst open sewage. This is what's going on here in the United States of serfs and lords, in these red states. 16% poverty rate in West Virginia. That's a 2019 rate. It's probably worse now. while poverty declined, this is, again, 2019. Poverty declined 1.8% overall in 2018. West Virginia's poverty is 3.7 percentage points higher than the national average, making it the sixth highest rate out of 50 states. un Let's see what else where is it Let me see Virginia poverty child rate is tw- <laughs> wait 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 poverty child rate the child poverty rate is 24% That's fucked up to put it succinctly. Wow. 25, one quarter of Virginia's, um, of West Virginia's children are living in poverty. That's appalling. Seniors in West Virginia. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me, let me lower the music a little. Wow, time
5: flies.
2: Bam bum bam, bum bam, bum bam, bum 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 bum. Doo doo to to Oh my god. You know who's back on Rockfin. WM. You see what I gotta put up with? Mmm. That's true. Andrea says on the chat. Manchin gets what he wants. This is true. But the so-called squad does not even fight for the policies they ran on. That is true. That is true. It seems. But Manchin has a lot of leverage, though. But, I don't know. Yeah. It's true. I guess it's a little different, though, in a way. Because Manchin is this... Fifty senator thing and the squad they're just they're in a much bigger pool but yes they do have leverage ah. and Nancy Pelosi is not a uh, she's no AOC that's for sure she needs to retire, frankly, my God, lady, go away Nancy Pelosi I' it's amazing how these people never haven't they well, I guess they get a good gig. why leave it? eighty years old, and what is Nancy Pelosi's claim to fame? it's She's she got she got to be the speaker of the house because she's a good fundraiser. Apparently, she's an epic fundraiser. But that's the problem. Fundraising is the problem. We don't want a country that is awash with, uh, well, with bribes. Don't get me going on that. But yeah, it's true because. Uh, so many things annoy me. You know that. <laughs> Andrea on the chat. AOC is no AOC. <laughs> AOC is no AOC. She's certainly a good whipping post, that's for sure, though, for the right. They fearmonger and everything is about AOC. This is AOC endorsed and boo that's why we need a real liberal media so I'm just telling you she has a platform she's she's as you know she didn't do this show because she sucks like a lot of progressives in a way she doesn't suck completely but in my opinion she's better than she's better than Joe Manchin in the way that she does have actual progressive support she pushes the progressive agenda on, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. She's not getting it done, of course, but she's only one, one of many. What? Andrea AOC just donated money that was given to her by small donors to corporate Dems. What? What? I didn't see this. Is that true? Where? What happened? Political? Is this it? AOC officially kills the DCC blacklist. DCC. The DCCC chair, Sean Patrick Maloney, this morning nixed the committee's blacklist policy banning work with contractors who help candidates' primary incumbents. But let's be clear about who they really brought, who really brought this thing down. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. The progressive icon who shocked Washington when she ousted the man, then considered speaker-in-waiting, Joe Crowley, has been among the most vocal opponents of this rule aimed at protecting House Democrats from challengers on the left. Example, challengers just like her. She even refused to pay her DCCC dues over over at last Congress, donating instead directly to candidates. The move is just the latest example of the left prevailing over moderate candidates in the House since the Democratic takeover. It also suggests a broader change in direction at the DCCC. This is not, this is not bad. Where's the other thing? Well, send it to me if you have something. If you have an article, I should read. All right. What was I talking about? Well, we was, Joe Manchin sucks. Okay, what's the other thing I want to talk about? Where is it? Oh, let's talk about Twitter duping his the dupes. Unbelievable, but not, but completely expected. It's a grift. The Republican party on all levels is a grift, okay? Yes, the Democrats not all see, I don't I do not believe that the Democratic Party is a lost cause completely. Yes. I believe that the system is awash with money. that it that's the problem. But we have Democrats who also agree with that. And maybe if uh, AOC, here's the thing when you get in power here's the the problem is that power corrupts, absolute power corrupts absolu- absolutely when you, when you get into office, I think it's when you become part of the machine in a way, it's, it will change you before you change it. So the thing is, that's why you have somebody who'll get it, who'll get into office. Maybe she, who knows, maybe in 50 years, AOC will be like Dianne Feinstein. You know what I mean? She'll be the Dianne Feinstein of her day. Then. I'll be gone, but thank God I won't be alive to see that. <laughs> That's why What what's really important. And I guess this proves my point yet again, what's the most important? The most important is what we're doing right here. Absolutely. This is how things start to change. Then we will push. That's how you push things. It starts with this conversation. It starts with this. it becoming the zeitgeist where the people won't accept, for example, that uh, the majority lives check to check. That has to become a thing where people are outraged about. They don't, they're not going to take it anymore. No, and then it will change, but it won't change until the American people comp- understand it. Yep, am I wrong? I don't think so. It's the pressure, that's why if AOC. Is um, not be not able to whatever if she's giving in to the corporate influence. It's because of it's the pressure. They have the power. They have the voice. But yes, money in politics is the root of all evil, and it's also the Democratic Party. For example, I guess that nothing sums it up more than when Nancy Pelosi said that. Um, when, and this is a prime example, when she was on Jimmy Kimmel and said how should her for the people agenda, this was when Trump was in office, despite receiving fewer votes, so she said the for the people agenda would be, were was uh, reduce, one of the agendas was to reduce the influence of dark money in politics, and the audience applauded like and she took the applause she took the took that bow damn it but i was like what that outraged me that whole scenario outraged me and it also depressed me because if the audience is applauding that means i'm not doing my job the words not getting it. they shouldn't be applauding they should have booed say how dare you what do you mean, reduce the, the power of dark money? How about you get the fucking dark money out? Get money out. Nancy Pelosi should have said, we have the people, we the people agenda. One of the agendas is to reduce the power of dark money. Everybody, we were like, what? What do you mean, reduce? No, get money out. Right? Remember when, um, what's his face? Romney. Mitt Romney was, was campaigning to become the so-called president. And wait, hold on. And he was, and he was appearing before a, a crowd, a small gathering of, a smattering of supporters. Corporations are people. And that's what he said. Corporations are people, my friend. I'm sure I have this video somewhere. But it's memorable, not just because he said corporations are people, my friend, but because the crowd was going after him for saying it. They were heckling him. They were like, what are you talking about? Boo! Corporation. who's going to pay? He's trying to run some game on them. Saying, hey, well, we don't want to raise taxes. I mean, he was running the social security game. Here, I have a clip here. Corporations are people, my friend. Let's see if I could play it through here. And if you can hear it, it might not play well. Let's see. Come up here, Tara Jr. Jr. How you doing, kid? Sit down. Sit. All right, here.
0: Do I believe in Social Security Take no part in I know it's kind of low. That the cannot add to the deficit. And the answer
2: is this. Let me fix this, and then we'll come back to it. I could probably export. This is, you're getting a glimpse into what I have to do to get the damn clips going. Let me export this. I have to make each clip louder. It's so annoying. Romney, Mitt Romney corporations. Corpse our are people. Let me export that. It'll probably play better. In the meantime, look at Tara Jr. Jr. Tara, look at the... Look, look here. Yay! Look how cute he is. Look how beautiful. Look at his face. Isn't he nice? Look at his eyes. You got nice eyes and a pink nose <laughs> and a pink button nose okay here it is do i believe that
0: social security should take no part in deficit reduction negotiations is that the because question you
2: cannot add to the
0: deficit and
2: the answer is see this. the crowd is social going security, back at medicare him medicare
0: and medicaid account for about half of federal spending
2: a lie not the debt there you go not on. federal
0: lose, a lie talk. Yeah. you about go half federal spending and if we are ultimately, not just this year, but over the coming decades, going to be able to balance our budget and not spend more than we take in, we have to make sure that the promises we make in Social Security, Medicaid, and Medicare are promises we can keep. Oh, yes, because
2: you know how much Republicans want to keep all those promises. They always love Social Security. They, and they also, the more, more than Social Security, they love they love keeping promises
0: are various ways of doing that. One is we could raise taxes on people. That's Corporation. the way, that's, Corporation corporations! Corporations! Corporations are rate. people,
5: Corporation.
2: my no, We no, could raise God. taxes on... Yeah. You hear that? The, the crowd. They're inspiring. The crowd was great there. They, they, he, they were not standing for it. What are you talking about? Raise taxes. Raise taxes on corporations. That's why I said corporations are people, my friend. Get at it. No, they're not. That's how we have to handle Nancy Pelosi when she says, reduce the amount of dark money. What do you mean, reduce it? Remove it. Yeah, when you go, if you go to a doctor and the doctor's like, you have a tumor that's killing you. And they say, there's nothing, we can only reduce it. You're dead, honey. You're dead. You know that. Maybe they bought you some time. Not that I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But you don't say, the, the goal is to remove the tumor. To remove the thing that's killing you. Now, what effing country... Who can survive? What country? What, 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 not country, democracy, constitutionally limited democratic republic. What can, who can survive? What, what country that promotes the general welfare can survive when legal bribes are woven into the system? In the face, we we see Everything corporations wait, wait,
0: earn ultimately oh, goes shit. to people.
2: Oh! You hear the people. Everything corporations earn ultimately goes to people. Nice nice try, Mitt. We know how full of shit you are. But this is the the story they're weaving and the people are like what? Get the hell out of here. Tell us another one.
0: One is we can raise taxes on people. That's Corporation. the way, that, <inaudible> corporations, time are people, corporations, corporations. We raise taxes on. Of course they are. Everything oh. corporations earn ultimately goes to people. Really? Where do you think it goes? <laughs> oh. Into their pockets.
2: Into <inaudible> their pockets. They're <inaudible> yelling. <inaudible> People's pockets. Of course they are. Romney saying, Yeah, people. Maybe one person. She, what the fuck? If you're always such an egalitarian, there it goes into people's pockets. Who's people? What people? A few people, but the people in the audience are like f you with your stupid bullshit.
0: Everything corporations earn ultimately goes to people. Oh. Where do you think it goes? the guy. Oh, oh, shit, so number, one, so number one, you can yelling. raise taxes. You can raise taxes. That's not the approach that I would take. Number two, you can make sure that the promises we make are promises that we can yeah, keep. Like you and can. in my view, the areas that you have to consider are higher income people receiving less rapid growth in their benefits and their place.
2: Well, and what he's talking about right there, just to refresh everybody's memory, means testing socialist security.
0: If you don't agree with that? You want to give wealthier people a bigger portion? That's your right. I think we should have what's what's known as progressive index. See how
2: they do? It's not means testing, it's progressive indexing. These scums. These slimy scums. Well, they get very adept at uh at at the bullshit. Sounding like real champions of the people here progress it's not means testing don't worry about that oh nobody likes means testing it's well not everybody that's true but it sounds so much better when you're saying progressive indexing it sounds like hey it sounds progressive because everybody likes progressive right that's how i know we will win because we're not kidding around they are They have to act. They have to pretend. They have to adopt all of the the outward appearance of caring about America and the American people and the the thing, and the constitutionally limited uh, Democrat, whatever the fuck we are, the republic that so many died, that people are dead. You know, I think about my life and uh, all of... uh, and all of the, the young men who died. Not just men, I know, but think about all of, uh, I, I can't even believe it sometimes when I'm looking at these headstones. It just says one a name, just one name and initials of what unit they were in. That's it. That's all, 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 that's all that they were, their life boiled down to that 20 years 19 years that's nothing they gave their life and they've been laying in their cold graves all Mitt Romney's life I'm talking about the uh all of the soldiers who died in the civil war that are laying in that cemetery or in cemeteries all over the country. All of the, you know, Mitt Romney was born. He grew up in his rich-ass family or whatever and then got all of his um, bullshit into his brain so he can go out on the stump and all that time, all these people all over the world are just laying in their graves, (laughs) sacrificed for this. So some scummy, selfish prick can go out and bamboozle the crowd. Bamboozle people so the rich can get richer and the people can vote for their own demise. Here's just, I know I've played it before. Here's Nancy Pelosi. Oh, maybe I can't get it.
5: We had, for the people, our agenda when we ran. For the people, lower health cost, care costs by lowering the cost of prescription drugs and saving the a pre-existing condition benefit. Lower health care costs, bigger paychecks by building the infrastructure of America in a green way to preserve the planet, to, a, to yeah, address the nice climate crisis. Yeah, we preserve
3: the planet, because a lot of us live here on They're it. Yeah.
5: And there's no plan B. And then the third, well, the first two, I think that he... He has expressed an interest in working yes. with us on this yeah, yeah, right. we'll right. we'll yeah. The third, I'm not sure he's too interested cleaner government, lower health care, bigger cleaner cleaner government to reduce the role of big, dark money, special interest money in politics. for example, yeah. uh, that is har- <clears throat> yeah. that is uh, harming our ability to get gun safety legislation passed. you hear that? Reduce it Yeah. Yeah. The third, I'm not sure he's too interested, cleaner government, lower health care, bigger paychecks, cleaner government to reduce the role of big, dark money, special interest money in politics. For example, yeah. uh, that is how. Yeah. That is, uh, what are you harm- plotting
2: for? When I first saw that, it, it infuriated me. And like I said, it made me very upset because I was like, we're done. People don't even see it. They don't even see how how uh how lost we are. If that's the best we got where the the Democratic Speaker of the House is saying reduce. Just reduce it. Reduce it a little cuz it's getting a little unseemly. And the dum dums are they starting to notice the grift against them. And uh, you know, just grift a little. Grift, I mean more than a little, but enough to where you keep the dum dums on the hamster wheel, and they're just too busy to notice all of the corruption. But if the corruption is so outrageous, it's less um, it's less uh, easy to control them. So let's t- reduce the numbers of dark money. That doesn't mean that there won't be dark money. Don't worry about that. That fucking gravy train will keep on rolling. Redo, yay! What are you applauding? If I goddamn was in that audience, I would have been like, what? That's like, I would have felt alone. Unless you guys were there, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, it was like the same way I felt when I was watching Dirty Dancing. Like, this movie sucks. What are you doing? <laughs> Right. That's true. Richard W. says, a bad Dem is better than a good Republican. That is true. But, I don't know. I had some debates about this. Like, during the Obama years, I remember that one of M- Mike Malloy's gatherings in the city, we had um, Sam Cedar was here. Was He came to the gathering or whatever. This was before. Before Trump, of course, and I was talking to him about Obama. Or maybe this. I'm I'm getting my timeline mixed up, but when we were talking about Obama. I was saying, in some ways, Obama is more, um, more dangerous in a way, because he's the one that put socialist security on the table, and he could have been the one to start privatizing Social Security. See, that's what they were going to do. That's what Obama's compromise was with John Boner. But they had already committed to the caucus room conspiracy where they, they, they plotted and they vowed the Republicans to not give Obama any wins to obstruct everything, even things that they supported. That their very own bills, he gave them right back at them, and they rejected it. It was Obama who put Social Security on the table, and I call it socialist security. So everybody, so the uh, Republicans know that they're socialists, and happily so. But yeah, it was Obama who did that, and John Boner rejected it that was the grand bargain socialist security they were going to privatize part of socialist security Obama and that's why when he went out and said uh that his he's getting in trouble like he, he was trying to tell the American people hey everybody I'm bipartisan I'm doing things that even my own party has issues with, so that must mean I'm doing it correctly. I hate that whole b- paradigm bullshit. That is bullshit. Oh, well, if both sides are pissed off, then you must be doing it right. No. there's the there's the what's right. there's what's what's true, right. There's no, uh, both sides. There's no, oh, um, halfway to the truth. That must mean everybody's pissed off and that's great. No, it's either right. What is, I mean, some things are either right or wrong. Depending on what we're trying to do, what are you trying to do? If you're trying to have a country where you control the working class, where they're, um, so overworked. And economically insecure that they can't afford to stand up and question their government or even get involved because they're exhausted or they're too afraid to get involved because they might lose whatever hang, however they're hanging by a thread and it's all about to come crumbling down. So... And the other thing uh, that—and then the other time, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah, it was uh, another fucking time these goddamn Democrats put Social Security on the table was Bill Clinton, who um, put—him and what's-his-face, Newt Gingrich, were meeting secretly in the White House to— and then they were going to come out with this great compromise. I don't know. It wasn't called the grand bargain then, but part of what they were going to announce is the partial, partial. That's how they do it first, right? They don't go for the full shebang right off the bat. Cause that's, that's the frog boiling in the, in the, in the boiling water, right? Slowly, you don't do it right off the bat. Like in, Nazi Germany—they thought they were free. Incremental. Being governed by surprise—one great, uh, great thing where everybody gets into the streets never happens because it's all incremental. But that was Clinton. He and uh, Newt Gingrich. We're going to announce because they had been meeting secretly in the white house to come up with this plan a bipartisan plan to fuck us all over royally but they got there anyway um they but they were going to come out and announce this great bipartisan plan of screwing over the american people and Right before they were going to announce it, like the weekend, or the whenever it broke, the story of Monica Lewinsky broke, and that's when every it was shelved. Okay, so we can say thank you, Monica Lewinsky, because she really took one for the American people and also saved us. I mean, really. She, that's what she, her, uh, her fling with with Bill Clinton was. It was always it was luck. We, we lucked out. The American people lucked out. There. Just like many other things, when we haven't been uh, lucky, I always think about FDR. If he didn't die. Uh, at the time i should say i'm sure he'd be dead now but if he didn't have such an untimely death we would leave, we would be living in much a much different country we would already have universal health care we would have fdr's second bill of rights there is no doubt in my mind that he would have made that not uh, with the help of the American people after world war II, especially that's how the English got you, their health system, their universal health care. We won the war. We, we stuck together and won the war. We survived. Now we're going to take care of each other. That's how they promoted it. Not here in the United States of serfs and lords though. Oh my God, there's so many problems. All right. Let's stop memory lane. Let's just listen, not listen, but, uh, well, listen to me. Listen, listen, listen. Let's talk about Twitler duping his, his dupes. And that's all it is. I'm not surprised. How, why would we be? I'm sure you're not surprised. And thank you, Richard W., for your super chat. All right? Jim and Haku and Deborah and Richard W., thank you, Richard. Another great show, Tara. Thank you, Richard. You make me feel better. In one ear, I have Richard W., and then the other, well, I guess it would be eye, not ear, because I'm looking at it. And then the other, I have WM telling me I'm disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. What does he say? Keep pretending Mitch McConnell is the problem and idiots like Nancy Pelosi have high moral ground. Who the fuck said that? Um, have you seen either of their tax returns? Explain why they're both worth over $100 million. I guess that's somebody who doesn't watch the show, but has a lot to say about it. Ignorance, right? It's That's the American birthright. My American dream is that we're not a bunch of dum-dums. WM is certainly... Not helping, that come to fruition. All right, uh, where is it? Where is it? Okay, here it is. He's a scumbag. Trump and the Republicans, they're all scumbags because that's their standard bearer. They're protecting his ass. They love him. They will do whatever the hell he wants. They're destroying democracy in his name and uh, because this is what they always wanted to do. This has been the plan all along. And nothing says um, man of the people like <laughs> robbing the people who support you, right? Just like Twitler was the number one, the, the largest, um, the how do you put this? The greatest loser, the biggest loser. The biggest American taxpayer loser had to be somebody, and it was Trump. He lost more money than any other individual American taxpayer who didn't, and he didn't pay taxes. That's the thing. He got a return back because of the losses. He lost more money, and the government, uh, I guess, licked his balls for it. So he's a, nothing says a great businessman like that, right? Well, on top of six bankruptcies. And so this man, this great man of the people, who loves the people so much, I've, I, I don't know, you think there might be one instance in his entire loving the people history of being a decent person. Except there's history of him, it's all documented, him kicking people out trying, well, attacking his um, the, the, the the poor, unfortunate residents in the tacky buildings that he owns that happen to be on social security, him trying to kick these old people, people on fixed incomes trying to kick them out of their apartments, using every trick in the book so he can rent. You know, it's just a couple of... That's a man of the people for you, though. He's all about the people. He loves the people, don't you know? Doing it all for the people. Wait, hold on. Where the hell is this damn thing? That's two hours already. I hope I hope it's hope you like the show. <laughs> I hope you like it. I know W M doesn't, but who cares? That means that's a good sign. All right. Here's from the New York Times. Online donors were guided. Trump. Okay. How Trump steered supporters into unwitting donations. Online donors were guided into weekly recurring contributions. Demands for refunds spiked. Complaints to banks and credit card companies soared. But the money kept rolling in and helped keep Donald Trump's struggling campaign afloat. Yeah, that says um, a man of the people, right? uh, didn't you know when you saw him hugging and humping that flag that he was working for you remember how he would say he would never leave the White House he'd never go golfing because there's so much work to do he'd just be there working, working, working for you you stupid oh my god you disgraces so the New York Times published uh, Shane Goldmacher, I guess. Stacey Blatt was in hospice care last September listening to Rush Limbaugh's dire warnings about how badly Trump's campaign needed money when he went online and chipped in everything he could. $500. It was a big sum for the 63-year-old battling cancer and living in Kansas City on less than $1,000 a month. But that single contribution, federal records show it was his first ever, quickly multiplied. Another 500 was withdrawn the next day, and then 500 the next week, and every week through mid October, without his knowledge, until Mr. Blatt's bank account had been depleted and frozen. When his utility and rent payments bounced, he called his brother for help. What the Blats soon discovered was that $3,000 in withdrawals by the Trump campaign in less than 30 days. They called their bank and said that they were victims of fraud. It felt, Russell said, like it was a scam. You think, Russell? But what the Blats believed was duplicity was actually an intentional scheme to boost... Revenues by the Trump campaign and the for profit company that processed the online donations, called WinRed. Facing a cash crunch and getting badly outspent by the Democrats, a campa- the campaign had begun to set up recurring donations by default for online donors, for every week until the election. Now, you know that's a scam. They did that because they knew that the people would miss the button and wouldn't press it. And by the time they figured out that they were being charged, it would be too late. Maybe some of them wouldn't figure it out at all. That's how Trump has run his entire life. Nothing says man of the people like a multi-level marketing vitamin scam that you leave people holding the bag. And we can go on. Nothing says man of the people like stiffing contractors. How does one person go through life constantly losing and always winning, always getting ahead, always leaving others? holding the bag well let's hope it comes to an end really and the 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 southern district of new york which has its tax returns that all of these grifters finally get what's coming to them and it's not it's not a winning election it's uh, a trip to prison they belong in jail. These are grifters, criminals. This is not an, in- an uh, a mistake. This is a plot to separate dupes from their money. Anybody stupid enough to support their sham campaign? The whole thing is a scam. It's like any sale, a snake oil salesman coming to town. That's it. Trump found a real great grift. I mean, he's been looking his whole life for a scam worthy of uh, of the man he wanted to be, and he's not a man, of course. He's a he's a waste of human DNA. But what else can I say? The 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 cancer he he wanted to be, and he found politics because. It's broken. It's already broken. So he could exploit it. It's ripe for the exploitation. Because we don't have, because of the money in politics, because of that dark money that Pelosi wants to reduce, just reduce it. The tactics ensnared scores of unsuspecting Trump loyalists, retirees, military veterans, nurses, and even experienced political operatives. Soon, bank accounts and credit card companies were inundated with fraud complaints. Well, ain't it's not a surprise. In fact, maybe this will get, um, get to it in the article, but it was uh, of all the... Th- all the fraud in the country, Trump's campaign, all the credit card fraud, the Trump campaign accounted for 3% of all the, the credit card fraud in the entire country. All right? Just like he was the biggest loser. The biggest single loser American taxpayer. He's also got pretty noteworthy for... I mean, that's a large chunk. You're talking about 320 million people, 3% of it in a matter of months. He's an epic con man. That's all you can say about him. One, If you're going to give him something, you got to give him props for being the the most prolific con man in American history. He absolutely is. What does that say about the rest of the Republican Party, though, right? It says that every single one of them is a con artist. They're all in on it, big or small, whatever it might be. They're all in on this grift. Trump might be the number one parasite, but all of them even the ones that they give some um uh, they they give some what there's some of them that aren't uh, they say to me not not so much they say that some of them aren't completely abhorrent there are some that sta- stand up to Trump and say good things now and I don't know not in my my opinion but all of them, the Mitt, like, for example, Mitt Romney, they say, oh, well, he, he's the, he voted for impeachment. He's still enabled Trump. He's voted for Trump. He sat and looking like a, I don't know, a whipped dog next to Trump. All of them. I mean they're all in on the grift from no matter what even when they call him Mr. President where they make him when they made him their standard bearer and they continue to push the lie the big lie that he that he infest infected this country with so they're all grifters with the scam that this person is anywhere has any business being anywhere near the halls of power, they know that's not true. The, absolutely, they—they're an irredeem—an irredeemable death cult, greed-centered death cult. That's the cat. Do you hear him? Me me me. What are you doing, Ray? <laughs> I don't know if you can hear him, but. What are you doing? Where are you? What? (laughs) Do you hear him? He's going. "Ah, ah, ah, ah." What are you doing? Come (laughs) in. What is he saying? He's just walking around like. (laughs) What are you saying? You're cute. What can I say? You're cute. You make me laugh. See? There is hope. All right. The tactic ensnared, as I was saying, military veteran, loyalists, whatever, Trump loyalists, retiree, veterans, nurses, and experienced political operatives. Soon bank, banks and credit card companies were inundated with fraud complaints from the president's own supporters about donations they had not intended to make, sometimes for thousands of dollars. Bandits, said Victor Amal- a- Amalino, a 78-year-old Californian who's, who made a $990 online donation to Trump in early September via WinRed. And just an aside, you know that recently Trump made an announcement to his moronic dupes that he uses as narcissistic supply and also sucks profit and life from like a parasite sucks profit and life from a host, uh, and discards without concern. So, um, they, he also told them not to donate to the Republican party to only donate to him. Now he's the, the grift continues and, may not be continuing in this particular way because he's been stopped and exposed, but it will continue and, and they'll they'll find another way to fuck people over and do this again. I, it was quite profitable for them. Sure, they'll do it again. So this person who made a $990 donation said it occurred seven more times, adding up to almost $8,000. I'm retired. I can't afford to pay all that damn money. The sheer magnitude of the money involved is is staggering in politics. In the final two and a half months of 2020, the Trump campaign, the Republican National Committee and their shared accounts issued more than 530,000 refunds worth, wait for it, wait, 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 hold on. $64.3 Sixty-four point three million dollars. That's how much they grifted in the last couple of months. Out of people's pockets, Social Security recipients, retirees, people, old people on fixed incomes, you know, make America great and all. Fuckers. Oh my God. Now, really, where is the justice? And this person is walking around free, still, and Republicans are still making their, uh, their religious, what is it, An obli- a religious obligation, a holy obligation to appear before the Dim Fiora in Mar-a-Lago. All campaigns make, here we are, okay, here it is. All campaigns make refunds for various reasons, including to people who give more than the legal limit. But the sum the Trump operation refunded dwarfed that of Joseph R. Biden's campaign and his equivalent Democratic co- committees, which made 37,000 online refunds, totaling 5.6 million in that time. So, 5.6 million 64.3 million The recurring donations swelled Mr. Trump's treasury in September and October just as his finances were deteriorating. He was then able to use tens of millions of dollars he raised after the election under the guise of fighting his unfounded unfa- voter fraud claims to help cover the funds that he owed. You see, he's a scumbag scam artist and he didn't pay this out of his own pocket. So they then use campaign funds to refund the people who he scammed. In effect, the money that Mr. Trump eventually had to refund amounted to an interest free re- loan from the unwitting supporters at the most important juncture in the 2020 race. Unbreaking real. Marketers have long used ruses like pre checked boxes to steer American consumers into unwanted pers- purchases like magazine subscriptions, but consumer advocates say deploying the practice on voters in the heat of a presidential campaign at such volume with withdrawals every week has much more serious ramifications. It's unfair, it's unethical, and it's inappropriate, says Ira Reingold, the executive director of the National Association of Consumer Advocates, Harry Brignall, a user experience designer in London who coined the term, quote, dark patterns for manipulative digital marketing practices, says that Trump's team techniques, excuse me, Trump's team's techniques were a classic of the deceptive design genre. It should be in textbooks of what you shouldn't do, he said. Political strategists, digital operatives, and campaign finance experts said that they could not recall ever seeing refunds at such scale. You see? Because that's who Trump is. He's a con man. He's the epic, prolific, no-holds-barred, bottom-feeding con man of all time. That's your so-called president. How dare this country pretend that this is anybody worthy of the title of the honorifics that come with the office that we have to continue to employ on this scumbag. They're going to, they have a portrait of him hanging in the white house forever. Really? And his third trophy wife That's a sign of how sick we are. We are, not them, because they're that's who they are. They're scumbags, they're parasites. But what does it say about the the country that makes the scumbag parasites their leader? My God, everything um. Everything that we we are really is that—that's the face we want to show the world. What's wrong with us? My God, Mr. Trump and the RNC and their shared accounts refunded far more money to online donors in the last election cycle than every federal Democratic candidate and committee in the country combined. Overall, the Trump operation refunded 10.7% of the money it raised on WinRed. The Biden operation refund rate on ActBlue, the parallel Democratic online donation processing platform, was 2%. Wow, look at this. And they put a graph together. Not that. Look at that. See? See? wow look at the that's all the refunds that red bar and that's biden's wow donors typically said they intended to give only once or twice and later discovered their bank's statement and credit cards that they were donating over and over again like some like mr blatt who died of cancer in february sought an injunction from their banks others pursued refunds directly from WinRed which typically granted them to avoid more costly formal disputes WinRed said that every donor receives at least one follow up email so it's their fault of course everybody's dumb i guess well i know they are but doesn't mean you don't fall into a trap now and then when you're not dumb but they're dumb obviously there's all that's the bottom line with them cuz you got to be dumb to Give money to a con man eagerly to say, hey, con man, will you make America great? What does that mean? What do these people think that a con man's going to do to make America great? Well, we know. We know. The bottom line is they wanted to make America white and everybody in their place. That's what they love. That's America being great. Look at that. So here's some of the illustrations. Let's see if I can make it a little bigger. Oh wait, here. Here's from. The verge Trump used dark patterns to trick supporters into donating millions. So they have these images here, like the New York times. So first it says, for example, make this a monthly recurring donation. So now you have to uncheck two boxes. See, those are already pre-checked. So if you miss that when you're doing your donate, and then you know that these people, a lot of them are older. They're not really tech or internet savvy. They don't know. They have to uncheck these boxes. Let's break the fundraising record on President Trump's birthday now. An additional, see this right underneath it. This additional donation will process on six fourteen. So they make one, uh, one donation one day, and then the next day it take another donation of whatever you donated. That's why we have to get money out of politics. Okay, this is ridiculous. The two pre-checked yellow boxes would be a fixture for the rest of the campaign. And, Okay, so then we go, 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 down, down, down. It changes the language in the first yellow box to withdraw recurring donations every week instead of every month. This is how it progressed, because he's greedy. It's like an addiction. It starts rolling in. Oh, it's monthly. Let's do it weekly. That's probably comes right from the top. You can hear Trump saying that. Make a weekly. Make a, yeah, yeah, why not? Why not make it daily? Why don't you make it half a daily? Eight every eight hours. Just keep siphoning money, you parasite, you filthy fascist parasite. Taking there is no human being in this country that has taken more from the American people, literally, figuratively, spiritually, emotionally than the, then, then that filthy con man and the Republican Party that enables it. So then they changed the language on the first yellow box to so withdraw recurring um, donations recurring donations every week. Here. Make this weekly. President Trump I debate Joe Biden on d- September 29th, and I need to know that I have your support. Join the Trump cash blitz now. And then, in, in small type. Donate an additional $100 automatically. Just keep donating. Just fucking just open your wallet. Ha- let Trump hold you by the ankles and shake you upside down. What do you got in there? You got anything left? Because that's all it's about. Money, 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 money. For these fuckers. They don't care who they rob, who has to die, who, 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 who. who. It's never enough for them. God. Never enough. And that's what the Republicans, this is what they, what they inflicted on this country. And now we have people like Joe Manchin standing in the way of us ensuring that another filthy fascist con man grifter ever rises again. That's what we have to, this is not just about the infrastructure. Of course it is. It's a, But it's also about making a country function for the majority for the working class majority so another filthy fascist prick tyrant parasite never rises again at least for another generation
3: i don't feel good about turning down money because my whole life i've been greedy 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 i grabbed all the money i could get
2: i'm so greedy Scumbag. So the times continues. You don't realize it until after everything is already in motion, said Bruce Turner, 72, of Gilbert, Arizona, whose wife's $1,000 donation. You stupid bitch. Excuse me. In early October, became six thousand dollars by election day. Early oct, so in a month, they gave him this grifter, this greedy grifter, six thousand dollars, in a country where the majority is living check to check and can't save four hundred freaking dollars.
3: I don't feel good about turning down money. Because my whole life, I've been greedy, greedy, greedy. I've grabbed all the money I could get. I'm so greedy.
2: Oh my God. I can't wait till that son of a bitch, something happens to him. Go to jail, something, please go to jail and stroke out. Okay. Oh, then we'll have to endure the Republican memorials to the scum and then they'll be p- trying to pass all the kinds of voter suppression bills with his name on it. Oh, yeah. You better believe it. Around the same time, officials who fielded fraud claims at the bank and credit card companies noticed a surge in complaints against the Trump campaign and Win Red. It started to go absolutely wild, said one fraud investigator with Wells Fargo. It became a pattern, said another at Capital One. A consumer representative for USAA, which primarily serves military families, recalled, uh, recalled an older veteran who discovered repeated win-red charges from donating to Trump only after calling to have his balance read to him by the phone. Well, you dumb bitch. Why did you do it? Why? You're a veteran? How sh- shame on you all. Shame on you. Given money to the fascist grifter? Why? The unintended payments busted credit card limits. Some donors canceled their cards to avoid the recurring payments. Others paid overdraft fees to their banks. All the banking officials said they recalled only a negligible number of complaints against ActBlue, the Democratic donation platform. Although there are online review sites that feature heated complaints. About some unwanted charges and customer service, the Trump operation was not done modifying the yellow boxes. here here it goes. Soon the fact that donations would be withdrawn weekly was taken out of boldface type. See? According to archived versions of the president's website, the president—no, he's not the president—and move beneath other other bold text. Look at this. For the join the president's executive club for true patriots only. Make this a weekly recurring donation into eleven three. President Trump. Another, but so if you don't click both of the or deselect both of these check marks. You might deselect one and then you have the other one too. So it's they're getting you each way. There's many snares for you to get tripped up on here. President Trump, congrats! You've been selected as our end of quarter MVP. Join the cash blitz now and make it official. Donate another a hundred dollars at the campaigns as the campaign's financial problems became increasingly acute the yellow boxes became dizzyingly more complex by october there were sometimes nine lines of boldface text with all caps words sprinkled in before the disclosure that there would be weekly withdrawals as many of as many as eight more lines of bold-faced text came before the second edition donation disclaimer. Look at that. Look at this shit. This is the final month of the election, until election day, and we need every patriot to step up if we're going to win four more years for President Trump. He's revitalizing our economy one sucker at a time. Well, by our, he means his like every true authoritarian scumbag when they talk about the country and our country. What they're really talking about is themselves. And returning us to American greatness. Yeah, we weren't great when we had some guy with darker pigment in the Oval Office. My God. We needed a orange-looking grifter with a trophy wife with a third trophy wife with kids from all three different marriages imagine if the guy with darker pigment had that forget it this is your chance stand with trump maximize your impact make this a weekly donation until make that make that increasingly smaller type so you don't realize Donate an additional $100. I'm not done yet. I'm asking you to join Operation MAGA. Oh my God, these people. Even political professionals fall prey to to the boxes. Jeff Cruff an executive director at the Oregon Capital Watch Foundation, a conservative group, said he had been very careful to uncheck recurring boxes, yet he missed the money bomb and got a second charge anyway. Until WinRed fixes their sneaky way of adding additional contributions to credit cards like they did to me, I won't use them again. Mr. Brignell, a user experience designer who also serves as an expert witness in legal cases involving misleading advertising, noted that a consumer rights directive in Europe prohibits companies from deploying a defaulted opt-in tactic for recurring payments. It's very easy for the eye to skip over. The only really meaningful information is that box is buried. Yep, yep, yep. Well, they did that on purpose. I can't read the whole thing because it's a long article. It's in the New York Times. Oh, my God. Mamma mia. Jesus Christ. All right, guys. What are we going to do? never ends it will not end what will you never give up i wanted to talk about there's so so many other things but it's getting late and i noticed that some of you guys want to go to sleep i see errol thomas saying after when wait after when this is episode over what i'm reading this after when this is episode over I'm going to clock me some Z's. <laughs> I think you're tired, Arrow. I'm tired too. <laughs> but I want to thank you all for hanging out for a couple of hours tonight. I'm hoping to do as many shows as possible just so we can get together, get through this, the United States of serfs and lords and keep, Keep going in the right direction. Are we going in the right direction? I guess it's better, but we have a lot more work to do. I wanted to talk about other things, but I have to learn. I have to learn to time manage the shows better. I guess maybe that's what having a producer would help. So thanks all for your support, for your super chats, for your patronage, for going to Rockfin, joining Rockfin, subscribing, but being a patron right now, most of all, and your super chats, that's what's going to make the difference in the show at this time. You guys, (laughs) Errol, that's okay. Oh, shit, sorry for writing in reverse. (laughs) I have that too sometimes, like dyslexia or something. It's weird. But we knew what you were saying. It was reverse. It was. You're tired. (laughs) We all, we're all tired sometimes. It's funny. All right, my friends. I hope we'll see what happens tomorrow. Tomorrow. But remember, I want to thank you all. Please, thank you, really. Please and thank you for hanging out. For keeping me going. Yep. As cat says on the chat, Trump's an abuser. And we are the victims of his assault for over four years. This will take a long time to heal from. It is that's the truth. Anyone that's been abused knows it changes you forever. May he rot in hell. Absolutely. It's true. We have PTSD. This this country has so much uh so many mental issues. All of us. I I believe we're all suffering from PTSD. Not not just from all of the shootings, the massacres, the division, the lies, the grifts, the the uh, the way that people are don't have each other's back. There is no e pluribus unum. That's why we have to put e pluribus unum into action, and that's what will heal heal the country. I believe, and you know it, because it will. We need to look out for each other and care for each other. That's why. Universal health care, universal higher education, all of those things matter to heal the country. Because we're in this together. Unapologetically, I my heart bleeds. That's the truth, and it should because that's because that's patriotism. Oh, God, what is Ray doing? He just knocked something over. Patriotism means that you care about your fellow Americans. You don't just care about yourself. You don't use your fellow Americans as hosts from which to suck profit and discard. You work so that everybody has a chance a decent life. And when that happens, not that you know there aren't sick people among us and stupid people and evil people and mean people and selfish people, but the point of us getting together and government and forming a government is to hopefully help bring out the better in each other and in the civilization, to make a civilization that we can truly be proud of. That we, we're in this together. We look at the, the mark of our success would be that the American people are enjoying a decent life. They're not struggling and scraping and working three uniquely American jobs. Not able to retire or not able to take a day off or a sick day or whatever. The time to be a human being. Jesus Christ! It's so damn simple, but we have so much work to do because there's a lot of sick efforts standing in the way. So it starts here. We get the word out. We change. Well, is it change? I don't. I'm not really into changing minds. More like it's because. Uh, some people, their minds won't change. They're just stupid, racist. They don't care. But I don't know. A lot of people know, you know the truth. You hear the truth. It rings true in your in your heart. You know that when you say e pluribus unum, when, uh, we don't leave anybody behind. That rings true. Why should we, so just like we wouldn't leave somebody on the battlefield, we wouldn't leave them behind in sickness or in in uh, ignorance. But that's that would be the mark of civilization where we're we would have something to boast about. To so look, hey. We have a country where you can do things. You can you you have culture. You have art. You have time, right? And that's the most precious commodity that none of us are getting back. Besides our life, right? the time tipping, ticking away. So are we here just to make a couple of people at the top very rich? I don't think so. You guys are great. Listen, 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 listen. You have... You make me want to get out of bed in the morning, that's for sure. And remember, we will win. Because even Mitch McConnell has to pretend that he's like us. And we will win. And I want to thank you again for all your support. Thank you for your patronage. Thank you for becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Thank you for your super chats. Thank you for sharing the show with your friends and also uh, giving the show a good review and on and on and on. And joining me whenever that notification goes off and we're doing a live show, I really, really appreciate it and cannot do it without you. So thank you because we will win. You, you remind me of that. We stick together. We win. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out and I'll see you all very soon.